Welcome to Paul Mort Talk Shit. Curious fellow, but I like him. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. He's a shady character. What's his name? Wow. And Middleton. First up, mate, if you're watching, uh, thank you. We um, just dropped a podcast that I thoroughly enjoyed, and I think what people need to hear, actually, because and don't pull any punches from the from him being cancelled, like quite literally by the media, from him, the the thing that went down with Channel Four, from some of the things he's done, from his from his spelling in jail, um, and some of the other. Uh, crazy shit that's happening recently. I got so much from this interview. Almost a, I almost got confidence and inspiration from it. And we weren't even talking about war zones and the military and Everest. We just talked about being a man. We talked about masculinity. We talked about standing solid and planting a flag in the ground and saying, this is who I am. So listen, you're gonna absolutely, I know I always say it, but you're gonna love this one. Actually, some of you might not like it, but either way, um, I'm delighted to have been able to bring you a, a rare interview, really, on a podcast, especially with someone like me, uh, with Ant. Um, if you guys don't know who he is, um, ex-military, did 13 years in the military, served with the Special Forces, uh, now a bit of a, he's actually a, a star, actually, TV um, TV deals, he's done stuff with some very famous people, um, millions of followers, and of course, um, some best-selling books, so, like I say, I'm delighted to have brought it to you. Enjoy. And whenever you're ready, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast, share it, like it, give us a rating. It all helps. It all helps me get even better guests on for you. Two, head on over to Audible or Apple Books and grab my brand new book, Paul Mort Will Save Your Life. Three, if you want some free stuff, yes, free stuff, including another audiobook, head on over to paulmort.uk. Thanks for tuning in. Next is on the business. The first question that I've got for you, mate, is um, how do you want a lot of men... Why do you think that men are so struggling so much right now? Um, there's a stigmatism against men, isn't it? You're not allowed to be a man. You're not allowed to be proud of who you are. Um, you know, and I'm trying to flip that as we speak. You know, I'm a proud alpha male. I'm, I'm proud to be an alpha yeah. male. I'm proud to be yeah. male. I'm proud to be a father. I'm proud to be a brother. I'm proud to be a, a husband. Um, and that stigmatism is, is classed as toxic masculinity. It's class, you know, it's always been thrown back in your face. Everyone else is allowed to say how proud they are to be who they are and, you know, what they are. And again, more power to you. You go ahead and do that. But if you're going to think that I'm going to stop um, pushing my agenda, and I don't push it in people's faces, but I'm a proud alpha male. I, I like to do things the manly yeah. way. You know, that doesn't mean it's the right way. I like to do them that way. And yeah. men are struggling because, because the pressure is on, on us. And when I mean the pressure is on us, pressure is on us to, yeah. to think differently after years and years of, of thinking uh, the way that we think and being brought up in the way that we've been brought up to all of a sudden change that at the flip of, um, flip of the hat. We're expected to, to, to be this modern day man. And I don't even know what a modern day man is. So the stresses of that are getting to people. Um, the stresses of um, what we can say and what we can do is also being threatened massively. It's like, what can we say? What can we do? Well, you know, half the time we don't know. So what do we do? 
we shut up, we suppress our feelings, we suppress our emotions. And inside us, we've got this kettle that's boiling and boiling and boiling to the point where the male comes out of us because that's who we are. The man comes out of us and we either get violent, we either deal with it in the wrong way, or it gets too much for us where male suicide is through the bloody roof. It is through the roof because people go, do you know what? I can't be who I am. I don't like who I am. I can't, I don't understand society. I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. Therefore, do I belong here? Um, And it's a sad state of affairs at the moment. And all we can do is be honest, stick together and get through this as, as, as a, as a collective, but hiding away from it and shying away from it and pretending it doesn't exist is, 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 is definitely not the right way to go because all you do is suppress everything. Mm. I think that I think that one thing that that I've been trying to get my head around the fact that mental health awareness has never been higher. Charities have never been higher, but the numbers of suicides and that aren't going down. Why do you think that is? Um, it's exactly it's exactly the, the pressures that that they almost. It's probably unfair to say it's almost what they want, but we've we're forgotten about. We are we are just you know you've had your turn, you've had yeah. your time, sort of thing. So now it's your time to step back and to let other people sort of mm-hmm. um, step into the fold or or let them be who they want to be. And it's all these fads, fads that are going around that will soon come and go that are destroying people's lives, are destroying people's beliefs, and are going against the very core of our DNA of who we are. And when you are fighting yourself like that, um, suicide isn't going to go anywhere. It's just going to keep going up because that question of who I am, who should I be or where do I belong is, is, is a life, they're life threatening questions. And when you've got no Mm. answer for it, the best thing to do is go, do you know what? I probably don't belong anywhere. I probably don't understand. The best way out is 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 to is to go out, you know, um, the wrong way, which is taking your own life, and that's why it's not going anywhere. You know, until we acknowledge yeah, think, um, acknowledge yeah. that, then it's it's always going to be the same. Yeah, I think that I think that one thing that I've been thinking about quite a lot, and I don't know what you think of this is. I think the message of mental health of just talk. I don't think that's enough. I mean, what are we supposed to say? Who are we supposed to say it to? As men, we already feel like we're struggling. Like, surely there's got to be a more practical approach to this thing. I think men are very practical, right? We need to be doing stuff, which is why I think this talking message, I don't know if it's enough. No one cares anyway. No, no one cares about the, the, the male. No one cares about the, the successful man. It's like, boo-hoo, who cares? And we know that because we're receiving that message from society. We're receiving that message from the media. We're receiving, receiving that message from social media. It's like, you know, and when, you, when you're when you talking, when people say, oh, talk, it's like you're just throwing something out there. You're just throwing a whim out there because, you know, look at the stigmatism that the male is getting. Look at the stigmatism that the successful male is getting. Look at the stigmatism that, you know, that it, it's creating this, this sort of poisonous sort of perception of who we should be. And it's one that we struggle to understand. And that's exactly what it is. We struggle to understand um, who we are. And we struggle to understand why we can't be ourselves. And that's this huge um, thing as well. It's like, why can't I be who I am? 
you know, because oh, because what I say is going to offend someone. My actions is going to is going to offend offend someone. It's like so. What do we do? We put ourselves in a box. We shut up, and then we slowly eat away at ourselves, and and it results in 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 that. And, and, and talking, people say, oh, it's good to talk. It's like who to? Well, who do you want me to talk to? Someone that's just going to you know that doesn't understand me that that doesn't believe that that's the right way I should be thinking. Doesn't believe yeah, that's the right way I should be acting. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to be molly cuddled. I don't want to be. Just tell me straight up and tell me, can I do this? Can I, you know, why can't I do it? And why? Why? Why am I not allowed to to project this? And it's all about feelings and emotions, and not facts. You know, the facts are male suicide is through the roof. What are we going to do about it? Oh, let's talk. It's like no one wants. No one really, really wants to talk. I get people reach out to me on a on a daily basis wanting to talk and I, I talk to as many people as, as I can um and I'm real with them yes. I'm, I'm just like I'm just like I'm just yeah. real with them I'm like bro to be in this situation if you're thinking like that you know listen you've got to go down deep you've got to start digging you've got to start working to find out why you're feeling like this why are you feeling like that ask oh, because of this this yeah. and this well what happened well let, listen you can't change that that's happened it's not your problem it's not your fault it's like you're taking on all this responsibility um and you've got no vent because no one understands. And with males, it's like, especially the stigma that we've got, we feel like that when we get told to speak to people, because of who we are, it's going to be like, oh, listen, it's just another man. It's, you know, listen, we've got plenty of these men out there. We've got plenty of these, these, uh, these alpha males out there. We've got plenty of these, you know. And you feel like you're talking yeah. into the wind because does, do people really care? I'll tell you the answer. No, they don't. Yeah, I think I think I think one of the answers has got to be like it doesn't matter how much you talk if you don't do anything different. Like you don't change your habits, yeah. You don't change your actions. The talking's fucking irrelevant anyway, right? Yeah, but it's that it's oh, that victim mentality that people are trying to that society is trying to install on us that victim mentality of being reliant on someone, being relying on, on, on something. It's like, it's like, it's not your fault. It's this, it's that. And you're almost, you're, you're passing this problem around all these excuses rather than taking charge of it and taking hold of it and, and, and putting it into action. It's, it's like, well, yeah. actually, listen, listen, first of all, you need to look at your circle that you're hanging around with. You need to stop drinking. You need to stop taking drugs because guess what? You're going to end up in a hole. You're going to end up taking your own life because that vicious circle, you need yeah. to break that. You need to be courageous enough to make a concerted effort to want to change. And the way you're going to do that is by fucking off everyone that's, that's poisonous around, you know, all these, all these lack clingers on, you know, your, your, your friends, your so-called friends that are still taking drugs that still want you to go out and drink every weekend. It's like, it's, it's, it's not the answer. You need to make drastic change and you need to, and again, man up. You need to man up and go, do you know what? I need to change. I need to be the man that I am. And I need to make, I need to implement this. I need to implement A, B or C to get to D. Because if I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to get past yeah. C, you know? And, and it's again, but that's about being honest with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, do you want to change? You can talk all day long. I can tell you what you want to hear all day long. Do you want to change? Well, I quite like going out every weekend. I quite like, it's becoming a problem. Yes, yeah, become right. Well, acknowledge the problem. Do you know, it's like with me, I used to go out drink, I was heavily drinking, heavily drinking in the, in, in, in the military, heavily drinking in Civvy Street when I left. Every yeah. time, aggression, anger, violence, fighting. 
well, Ant, you end up in prison. What, why do you think that is? Well, listen, there's one common denominator here. It's alcohol. So do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop drinking for a while. But then I got to a stage where I stopped drinking for a while. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to let, let that be, take charge. I'm not going to let, let that have one over me. So I'm going to start drinking responsibly. Yeah. And then the moment I started doing that, less fly- fights, less aggro. My life changed for the better. People wanted to be around me more often. Oh, okay. Well, actually, I don't really need that in my life anymore. So when I do drink occasionally, it's, it's just like, do you know what? It's, it's, I don't really need it in my life. But I've made a change. You would have told me five years ago that I wouldn't want to go out every weekend with my pals and drink. I would have been like, ah, are you mad? I want to be out every weekend. I want to be partying. I want to be, you know, yeah. I want to be having a good time. But now yeah. if someone said to me, Ant, do you want to go yeah. out? I'd be like, no, I'd rather spend time with my kids. I'd rather. But I made change at the beginning and it was hard but I kept at it 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 and after about two years three years it was just the norm I, I couldn't think of anything worse going out for on a bender for the weekend now do you know what I mean I'd rather be my and, but, I, but it was really hard I had to make a concerted effort to want to change and that goes down to you as an individual so we must take we must take responsibility for that as well and go do you know what Drugs, alcohol, yeah, common denominator there. The people that I hang around with, common denominator. You're only as good as your circle. Do you know what I've got to do? I've got to do this by myself sometimes. And sometimes the best option is to do it by yourself. We always seek help and we're always told, go for help. We talk, but sometimes when you when you go by yourself and you 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 you, you d- decide to, you know, do you know what? I'm going to cut everyone out of my life. I'm going to concentrate on myself for two, three, four years. I've done it for five years. Well, I cut out all my mates. I cut out everyone in my life. Concentrate on my career, just went like that, yeah. and that's my media career. And it's just like, yeah. and then now no I'm one's slowly gonna, introducing no one's gonna people do back work in my for life. You, right? No, yeah, no, no one's going to do no the work. For, but, no one's going to do the no. work for you. Absolutely not. And but would you want would you want anyone to do the work for you? This is where this is why I say get a grip of yourself, get a get take charge of yourself. Who do you want? Do you want people to work hard for you and give it to you on a plate? No, you don't, you know, acknowledge who you are. If, you know, if you're that type of person, then you know what, go around sponging off of the government, go around doing that the rest of your life. And you, you, you know, you can just be that guy that's just plodding through, through life, that's living off the state. And, uh, you know, if you want to be that guy, then, then go ahead. But I don't want it on a plate. I want, I want challenges in front of me. And whether yeah. it's negative or positive, I want people to challenge me because it, it makes it, it gives me drive. It gives me ambition. It gives me the will to want to smash through anything that's put in front of me. And that's mainly people who, who, who don't believe in yeah. me. People who go, oh, he go back to his old ways. he go back to fighting. he go back to the street life. he go back to drinking. And I'm, I'm just like, listen, mate, you've got the wrong yeah. stick here. Do you know what I mean? And uh, so again, you just got yeah. to take you, you've got to be honest for yourself and so you've really, that's... really got to take charge of who you are. Yeah, mate, I love that you that you came onto this because one of the questions I obviously wanted to ask you, you're talking about challenge and your media career. Like you've gone through a bit of a challenge recently, right? Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, yeah, but it's 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 a challenge that I've gone through recently, and it's one of those where you just like, you know, I'm I'm safe in, in my knowledge, safe in my heart that you know SAS UK wasn't in my future anyway. So has it affected my career? Yeah. Absolutely not. Has it enhanced it any any way yeah. by them acting the way that they did? Um, ultimately, yeah. yes, it has. Because people know me for who I am. They know that I'm, I'm. When it comes to work, I work. I give one hundred and ten percent to everything I do. I'm passionate about it. Yeah. If you try and butt heads with me when I work, 
then and I know that it's for the better, then yeah, you're, you're going to come across a bit of resistance and you better believe it because my standards are extremely yeah. high. I don't mix business with pleasure. Um, and when all this came up, yeah. everything, I just took it with a pinch of salt because it's like he said, she said. But who's made these complaints? Well, they heard yeah. you say, so has it come direct from the, the, the complainee? No, 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 it's come from a crew member that's heard you say it about someone or two. And I'm just like get over yourself. Do you know what I mean? And that's why I can, it can bounce off me. Um, and I can just crack on with what I need to do because ultimately it's, 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 a, it's a storm of words. Yeah. It's like, well, I heard you say this. We heard you say that. We heard, yeah. And it's, it's almost like child's play, but that's very much what's happening in the UK. Yeah. In the UK, you've got this victim culture. You've got this, this culture where, where, you know, words are violence and and it's like and i'm still quite old school where i'm like sticks and stones will break my bones but now you can fire all the words you want at me and that's absolutely fine yeah. i know who i am i know what i'm worth um but the moment it starts affecting my family it starts yeah. creeping into my family then we're gonna have a fucking problem there do you know what i mean because everything that i do yes. that i do to defend my family and i do to to put food on the table to protect them the moment it starts creeping into that then then you will find a little bit of resistance being pushed back at you. And it might not be immediate, but it, it's going to be there. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how do you, how do you practically deal with, let's just, do you ever get like pissed off or triggered by someone that like maybe posts something <laughs> on your socials or comments? Do you ever kind of like, are you ever like kind of fuck you? Yeah. Um, do you know what? It's one of those where, um, you know, I'm, I'm too long in the tooth for all of that. You know, I know what's real. I know what's not. I come from a very credible and professional background. Um, again, I know the, the realness of life, um, uh, the pureness of life. And I know what's, you know, so a few words, you know, people that I don't know, people that, that, that you know, trolls, people that are on social media, it doesn't even, you know, I, I laugh at it. And, I, and I, if anything, I wind them up. Do you know what I mean? I just, I just kill them with kindness and, and wind them up. But yeah. Um, yeah. when it, when there's a bombardment of it, it, yeah. it you know, it, some of it does penetrate the skin, but you fall always, I always fall back on the values of who I am. You know, mm. I'm a proud alpha male. I'm a protector. I'm a provider. Um, I've always been like that. I'm true to who I am. I'm honest with myself. And I can say, I can put my hands up and go, do you know what? Yeah. Over the last couple of years, I've been extremely difficult to work on on SAS Who Dares Wins because they're trying to take over more control. I'm trying to keep the authenticity, trying to keep the control. Yeah, I've threatened to walk off set, I've threatened to do, but it's all for the passion to keep the realness, the authenticity of the show. And then when it comes on to, well, actually it's offset what you've said about this and you're the suggestive comment, I'm like, I can get as drunk as a skunk and I'm st that's not in my nature. That's not who I am. My family know that. My wife knows that. You know, I'm more of a boy's boy. I go, you know, I have a fuck off the chick. Let's monkey go and go and, you know, have a have a drink with it with the lads. Um yeah. so it it, it does just bounce off yeah, me to yeah. be fair. But um it just makes me realize um yeah. how fragile and how um how fragile the UK is really, you know, and this victim mentality, how it's spreading and taking over. It's really, really concerning to a point where you just think, wow, you know, my career could be cancelled if, if, if I wasn't who I am, um, because, you know, I'm too, too far gone, too long in the tooth now for, to, yes. to be completely cancelled. But um, it's, and people know who I am, you know, yeah, I've had a sour experience with SES UK, but we get on with things and we move forward. 
But, you know, I feel yeah. sorry for people that are just, you know, starting to, yeah. you know, that have got jobs that's, that's just started in the industry, that have just started. It might be a job in, in banking. It might be, and they've said something wrong and, and their careers have just gone, yeah. come, come crumbling down. Um, and this, these are a lot of my messages on social media are for these people. There's subliminal messages yeah. behind it to say, look, just be yourself. I promise you, when you're yourself, things will always be okay because you can stay true to who you are. You know who your foundations and you can always build from your foundations. But the moment you start lying to yourself and you start, you know, becoming someone else, you yeah. start trying to fit an agenda that's not you. You know, I say to people, if you lie to yourself, you're going to live a lie. And what's, what's that? You're always going to, and the only person that's going to figure you out is yourself because you're just going to come back and you're going to, you're going to yeah. mess up somewhere because your values or, or your views don't align with, with, with the lie that you've, you know, thrown yourself into. I think I know the answer to this. Is there anything that you kind of, you've said that you wish you could take back? Nothing at all. No. no. I um, and that, honestly, honestly, there's no, and again, why I say there's no regrets and no, it's even if I have said something wrong, I'll, I'll be the first to put yeah. my hand up. You know, when when this all came out um, about SAS UK and they were like, yeah, you were difficult on set and, you know, your personal contact on set, I can take my hat off to that all day long and go, do you know what? I know exactly when it was. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I did, go, did go mental and I did threaten to walk off. So I know exactly when that was. I can go, do you know yeah. what? Yeah, I'm happy with that. Um, yeah. And I, did, and I did say that and I did say that and it probably it does warrant a bit of a, you know, a bit of a bollocking. It does warrant, uh, you know, so, some issues to be raised. Um, yeah. I can live with that because I know I've done it, and I'll go, yeah, yeah I have I done that. Let's let's talk about it. let's 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 find a solution for this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that regret happens. Me, I think that you you would only regret it if you won't take responsibility for it. You've you put your hands up and said, yeah, regrets and responsibility don't go together, right? No, they don't, mate. Paul, you're exactly right. They don't go together. And and also, you know, if my moral compass is not, um, you know, is swaying off of true north. Yeah. Um, then I, then it's time to look at yourself and go, right, have I done something here? Or have I, and again, there's always, you know, there's always something that, you know, something doesn't happen like this for me to have done nothing wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, well, fucking <laughs> hell, yeah, I was like this, but, you know, I did, you know, I was like that. And, you know, you can sort of take it, take it as it is, but it was all for the best of the show. And I've always said, on you know more and more as the series is getting out more and more control is being pinged from my grasp and i i thought the moment that last thread goes then i then i'm yeah. gone and that's exactly what was what, what happened they knew yeah. i was going um they did yeah. know that i was going and yeah. uh they reacted first of all and uh, probably in the wrong way yeah and, and me i'm just thinking about this now compared to some of the challenges you've had in your life really Compared to what you went through in the military and when you left the military, this is not even a big challenge, really, is it? Do you know what? I'm so grateful for life, full stop. Do you know what I mean? I'm just so grateful to be here. Um, I appreciate everything in life. Do you know what I mean? Only because I've seen the purest form of life. I've walked that line of life and death where, you know, um, if I step that side, I'm going to die. If I step that side, I'm going to live. And I'm grateful yeah. when I get back and I can eat food and I can have a cup of tea and have a cup of coffee. I'm grateful when yeah. I can put my head on a pillow. I'm great, you know. Mm. So, and again, going into this world, knowing what's real and what's not real, um, I can break it down. I don't fit in a room full of celebrities. I don't fit at a, an award show. I don't fit in because all of that's fake to me. I'm not saying it's anything wrong with it, but, it, it yeah. doesn't rub with me. I'm not, I'm not that type of 
celebrity if you want to put me in that box yeah, yeah, um yeah, yeah. so it's it's when it comes to things like this it's, it's you know it's, but it's an eye-opener because you learn how how toxic you know um the, the you know the, the presses the papers are and how they feed off yeah. of negative news and it's like you know there's only a story if there's negativity there and uh it's like it's like, listen, do you want to hear some positive stuff that I've done? No, 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 we're not interested in that. And we're not inter- interested in the lives that you inspire, the sellout tours that yeah. you do, the millions of books that you've sold, the books that are now in schools that you've done. Um, you know, we're not interested in that. We're just interested in your, in your personal life and making up making up stuff. Uh, what positivity so, uh, doesn't sell, does sell newspapers, does it? No, it doesn't. And it's exactly that, Paul. Positivity, yeah. unfortunately, in the UK, um, you know, doesn't sell. Do you think, I'm just thinking about this right now, do you think it's because a lot of positivity could make the, the whole the whole victim mentality, if, if they stay positive stuff, it makes them feel, they choose to feel worse about themselves, right? Misery loves miserable company. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a fine line between being, you know, my wife sometimes says to me, and, you know, if I hear you say positivity one more time, I'm going to kill you. Um, and, uh, you know, so, so there's, yeah, there's fake, but there's fake positivity and there's, there's real positivity. You know, I don't go around preaching positive, go, hey, sprinkling fairy dust. That's not me, you know. I, um, but I do love flipping a negative into a positive and that doesn't mean I'm always happy. You know, I could be quiet for a few days and, and, and then boom, I've come up with a positive solution from, from some negativity that I've been churning away at. Um, but it, it's like, you've got, to, you've got to appreciate life. You've got to look at life. You've got to, you know, look at your children, look at, look at, look at where you are. And it's like, you know, people, when I came out of prison, Paul, yeah. i tell you what, I was one of the happiest people in the world. I had £10.52 in my pocket. Yeah. Um, and I had no responsibilities. And I, and I felt like I felt like Zeus. I thought, you know what? All I can do now is build from here. You know, yeah. I can't go any further. If I go any further down, then I'll be I'll, I'll end up taking my life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But what what I can do? I felt like you know I can remember that feeling of just like right. All I can do is build from here. What a position to be in. And what were you your plans that, when? What what were your plans when that happened then? Because I'm sure it wasn't to get on TV. <laughs> no, no. Listen, okay. this has never been this has never been my my career of choice, so we yeah. say. Um, you know, I went back on, on on the security circuit. You know, I went back working, you know, shitty security jobs for like you know, pennies a day. Do you know what I mean? But you know, working with <laughs> it's it's again, you know, I don't want to sort of bad mouth but you know working way below my pay scale but i had to do it i had to start off somewhere i, I couldn't just all of a sudden go out and think right i'm gonna start off where i finished off from no actually i've got this huge hurdle in the way that's that's everything crashing down well actually do you know what i've still got my foundations to build on so my foundations of who i am i know what i'm capable of i know my worth i know my values that's my foundation so then bricks came tumbling down there were no bricks left and it's like you know what it's solid here I, I can i can i can build from here and again flipping that, yeah flipping the negative into a positive it's like i could look at this in a negative way and go i'm skin i've got family to look after i've got no job feel I'm sorry for me i'm gonna go sign i'm gonna sign on the dole i've now got a criminal record and i i didn't none of that even entered my head Paul. it didn't even it, it, i didn't even allow it to enter my head yeah. um because i think so positively it's like right 
flat, fresh slate. Yeah. I, I can only build. Let's go after it. Yeah, yeah. And how did so how did the TV thing end up coming around then? <laughs> well, the special forces circle is very, very small. And uh, one phone call led to another, which led to me saying, and, you know, we heard you're in the special forces. We've got your number for so-and-so. Um, it's a good power mine, Dean Stott. Yeah. Uh, you got your number off of, yeah. off of Dean. And um, we want to know if you want to be interested in doing this show. And I'm just like, yeah, let's give it a crack. It was, do you know what it was? It was an opportunity that came along. And I chose to take, to really grasp that opportunity. And I thought, you know what? Yeah, it's exciting. It's new. It's something that I don't know about, but listen, I love stepping into the unknown. I love taking on challenges that, you know, I don't know the outcome because, you know, I'm going to just put my 100% into what I do. That's that's all I do, put 100% into everything I do. And nine times out of 10, it, it pays off. And I thought, you know what, let's give it a go. And it was just off a whim. I thought, you know what, let's, let's try it. Yeah. First series came out and I've never looked back since. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. I actually know the lad that won the first series, Ryan Roddy won the first series, right? Top boy. Ryan's a lovely kid. And Moses, I think, won the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ryan, Ryan, Ryan was sort of like my favourite, my favourite sort of recruit of all time. Um, yeah. He, I saw a lot of myself in him. Mm-hmm. He, um, he was in a very emotionally intelligent guy. He knew how to use his emotions. Yeah. Um, um, and Very I calm, that, right? And I, yeah, and I can only say that because of, you know, he's been in the arena. He's been in, you know, whatever arena you get into, whether it's combat, whether it's, you know, a war zone, you know, he's, he's like, he's exposed himself before and I knew that he, he knew his emotions, whether it was pain, whether it was suffering, whether it was yeah. looking, staring failure in the face, not being good. He, he, those emotions he's already familiar with. So he knew when to use them. He knew when they, when they, presented themselves that's what emotional intelligence is about is acknowledging your emotions and making them work for you Mm. and he acknowledged them and he's like right i've got to make this work for me because if they don't they work against you and then you're obviously working against yourself so he was very emotionally intelligent my favorite recruit ryan boy of of all times i love it i love that mate what do you what do you think then the key is to kind of learning for the average guy on the street what do you think one of the keys is to learn and to manage these emotions and what practically, because I'm a very practical guy, I'm like, give us something to do. What are some things we can yeah. do to do that? Challenge yourself. Put yourself in awkward situations. There's no growth in comfort. Yeah. And um, anytime I get yeah. comfortable, do you know what I do? I get complacent. I get lazy. I get a bit too big yeah. for my boots. I think that I've made it. Do you know what I mean? And again, this is just me being honest with myself. Sometimes I'll sit there and I think, get off your ass, you lazy <laughs> c-u-n-t do you know what I mean? i'm like get off your what you 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 know sipping away you know champagne here smoking a sip. i'm like listen don't get too comfortable boy because listen i'll, I'll be after you i'm always talking to myself um and the that. moment i get comfortable i feel uncomfortable because there's no growth in comfort so i will go out it's like i'll try stuff that i've never done before you know talk about the media world for example you know it scared the hell out of me i remember getting up on stage doing a doing one of my first tours and i got out on stage to 800 people you know i didn't really rehearse it i just spoke on my knowledge and who i'm about and i can remember being absolutely petrified and uh, i got through it i managed to get through it that you are that you are nervous doing that but you've been into a fucking war zone 
all, all day long. Put me, have me kicking doors down all day long. I'm, I'm, I'm happy yeah. there. Um, but getting up, yeah. it's something different. It's like something that I've never been exposed to before. But the moment you expose yourself, you take a layer off. And when you take a layer off, you start to understand more and more about yourself because a layer is coming, you're getting closer and closer to the nut, right? It's like, oh, I'm starting to understand about myself now. And then exposure, I say exposure, exposure, repetition, repetition. Expose yourself in an awkward way, in an uncomfortable way. Take a layer off. Repeat that process. Because every layer you take off, the closer you get to the nut. And the closer you get to the nut, the more you start to understand about the emotion, about yourself or whatever it may be. Um, and I can remember coming off stage um, and my tour went, you hated every minute of that, didn't you? I said, yes. I said, but I can't wait to get back on stage tomorrow night mm. because I knew that I hate And I thought to myself, no way, boy, you shine away from that. You know, I know that you hate it. Well, guess what? I'm going to put you back in the arena because you hate it. Yeah, and it's like, eh? yeah, and, and it's like, and anytime I feel that, I, I have to throw myself back into the arena. I have to throw myself because it's, it's challenging myself. It's, it's exposing a part of me that's never been exposed before. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm only going to grow from it and um, learn from it, sorry, and grow from it. I'm, I'm, that's, whether I succeed it or, or not, I'm, expo I'm taking that layer off of it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. And I've got a question for you that this is the one that I've been really interested in is tell us something about you that we don't already know. I bet there's not much left. Um, no, there's, there's loads left. You know, there's it, the thing about it, boy, if I told, if I wrote an autobiography about my life, yeah, you would, you, you'd either think two things. You'd think I was a bullshitter um, <laughs> or, or you'd think that, you know, that I'm just the, 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 the craziest guy out there that's, that's just, just lived that's a lunatic that just lives life on the edge um yeah. so there's loads to me that that i keep you know when i'm at home you know with my wife and my children you know, we all do we keep us you know we all do stupid things we all act like you know like kids we all you know just the things that you, you never let anyone else know apart from your your inner circle um, but there's 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 loads more to me. The thing about it is, I've not even started. You know, people look at me as this sort of, you know, shouty military guy. It's like I'm, that wasn't my belonging. That wasn't my purpose to be a special forces operator. That was just a part of my life. It was a part of my career. I loved doing what I'd done, and um, I was good at it. But it's not yeah. my it's not my it's not my purpose. I don't feel like that's my my belonging. There's so much more you know that that i'm doing there's so much more to me when you see the sort of empathetic side on sas who dares wins yeah and uh you see the empathetic side on straight talking and uh, on, on other shows that i've done everest yeah. I mean, that's who i am that's me um you know i have to get back into this sort of military headspace in order to deliver an authentic real life experience for the recruits and i won't give them any less i won't i won't you know i won't dilute anything to give them any less the, than the experience that they deserve for being coming on the course and being on the course it's got to be um, as realistic as you, as you can make it right yeah i've got i've got well like it was in the military like like the cutthroat it's like you know because ultimately it's so cutthroat that it, you you train for, for combat 
Do you mean yeah. you train to, to to save life? You train to take life. You yeah. train to deal with the horrors of war. You train to deal with what you have to witness and what you have to do. You know, and that's no joke. That's no yeah. joke. It's not. It's not. It's not like oh, I felt like this this time, and my emotion is like you, you're going to be dead. It's like it's 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 no joke. So that side of me, I don't almost don't. And again, I've never spoken of this before. I don't like going back to that individual. I don't like going back to special forces and because it's, it's part of my life where that was 10 years ago. It served me well and I've been there and I've done it, but I almost feel like when I go back into that headspace that I'm going back in time, that I'm taking steps back yeah. on where I, where I need to be on who I want to be yeah. because you know, that, that, that served me well then, but that's not who I am now. Yeah. And when I get back into that headspace, it, 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 it's quite toxic for me. It's, it's not really, but I do it because, yeah, I love, I love to see the recruits go through the experience. I love to see them use the tools that I've given them to use in everyday life. Yeah. But um, it, it doesn't do me any favors because it puts me into a headspace where, you know, where, where, where I've grown so much from, do you know yeah. what I mean? So it, it's, um, and that's, a lot of people don't know that. I, I, I don't necessarily enjoy doing sas i don't uh, but but um i have to you enjoy the you know, results uh, that you enjoy the results yeah right? I, I i enjoy them but i don't like going but you know it's like with the other lads we all you know it's all a bit military and a little bit bantery and also you know and you have to be like that to get on with the ds as well because you know some of them billy's done like 25 years foxy's done 20 years ollie yeah. ollie done 11 i've done 30 you know it's yeah. like you have to fit in in order to give an authentic course as well. And I'm trying to fit in and pretending to be someone that I'm not ultimately yeah. to get the job done, which, which whole, I can do. The whole military is quite a dark sense of humor, right? Because I've I've noticed, I've, I've interviewed Martin Stapleton, who you know, 50 Cal. I've interviewed Jay Moore. Love Stapes. Love Stapes. And I've interviewed Ollie. And I always, I've got on quite famously with them. And I'm always like, I've never been in the military. I could, I'm not cut out for that. But I always get on quite famously with them. And I think it's because I've got that dark sense of humor as well. Yeah. And that will never leave me. Do you know what I mean? It's like, that's, that's having a laugh at my expense and having a laugh at other people's expense. And again, yeah. their words, you know, I'll, I'll say it again. I'm old school. Um, uh, and again, I'm old school because it works for me. Sticks and stones will break my bones. You know, you can call me anything. You have a laugh about my height, laugh about my, you know, whatever you want to laugh about. Yeah. And I'll, I'll laugh about myself. Yeah. But also, you know, this whole, I think this, again, you know, bringing what works for me, you know, I'm still, I'm still sort of like this strong and silent type, you know, yeah. this is, it's like, it's like everything's now strong, but not silent. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah, I agree. If that's works for you, by all yeah. means talk, you know, please do, because you don't know if it's going to help you unless you do yeah. talk. Okay. But I've been... Could be a start. 100%. 100%. I've been, and I've been through it. I've been, I've been, and talk, okay, talk. It doesn't work for me. I'm, I'm, I'd rather just crack on, you know, acknowledge what's gone on, leave it in the past and, and, and move forward. Um, so I'm, I'm still this sort of old, you know, and I think that's so not welcome in society. It's so not the, this, the political agenda as well. It's so not, it's not, there's not this, you know, the, the agenda in society where, you know, that where I'm strong and, and, and silent, that it's like, <gasps> that goes against everything that we're trying to say. And I'm not saying, but no, no, but don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that's just me. 
So don't yeah. say it's to think that because I be that that you should be offended because you don't do that. It's like yeah. it's like you crack on with what you want to do because ultimately you know everyone's different. But that works for me. Are, I think a lot of people they expect them from other people. You don't expect you from anybody else, right? You know what? And that's why I get so much shit in the media. Yeah. Um, because because I'm bulletproof. Because they know that they can go at me and go at me and go at me, and I will it will bounce off of me. Um, if I was to go, if I was to go, do you know what, guys? I suffer from PTSD. Um, if I had this victim and tell it, I suffer from PTSD. Do you know what I mean? I've had. You don't know what I've experienced in war. Blah blah. You watch the media would just go. Whoosh, everyone would yeah. pull off, and that, no one would cancel me. No one would. I could yeah. play that card all day long. I could play that PTSD, yeah. and I go, oh, and they'd, they'd feel sorry for me. Then I'd be like. What are you feeling? So I've, do you know, I mean, it's just because I'm like, yeah. no, do you know, yeah, bring it on, bring it on. They feel like they can get both barrels out and keep firing away at me. Yeah. But the moment if I did, yeah. if I did, if I did come out with the old um, victim mentality in the PTSD card, and you watch everyone would soon pull off because then I'd be fit, then I'd fit into their political agenda. I would fit into their box yeah. and not mine. Yeah. Because they can't put me in a box because yeah. I don't fit in a, I don't belong in the box. I'm a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you, how did you, talking about family, how does your wife deal with all this? Is she probably stronger than you, I bet, right? Ah, oh, do you know what? We're so compatible. We're so, um, don't get me wrong, when it starts affecting her, like these last yeah. sort of comments, you know, about what I supposedly had, to, had said about, you know, I'm like, well, bring them forward. Who, yeah. who let me not what someone else has heard tell me if i've offended someone if it's, it's it's not direct and but then it's like well who who did you say that to why have you said you're in suggestive co-? i'm like emily go back to who i am yeah think about it. no matter when you ever first met me and i was drunk and have i ever been sleazy have i ever been that type no have you ever seen me no am i over, am i really polite am i really confident am i you know am i super polite and yeah i am yeah. So that can be, you know what I mean, it's like, so again, with my wife, don't get me wrong, you know, we've got a great, but yeah, it's time to get up, but we always communicate, Paul, it's yeah. so, so important. I go, listen, talk to me, what's it, I'll tell you. And then, you know, when I'm on the wrong, I go, yeah, do you know what? No, I, I did say that, but it was meant in this way, it was meant in that, you know, and it's, it's like, well, you need to stop doing that, you know, yeah. you, you, you but I'm like, <laughs> but the moment you tell me to stop doing something, and I know that, yeah. you know, it's, it's like it's like telling the kid not to press a big red button. I'm just like, yeah. you know, and yeah. I've got two things that I live by. You know, I don't go out to offend people. So if you choose to get offended, that's your problem, not mine. Do I give a shit? No, be offended all you want. And I don't go, and I'd never go out to to hurt people. You know, my actions are never malicious. Yeah. So I never go out to do my actions are just that like, they could be fun, they could be. And as long as I stick to that in my head, then if you choose to get offended, if you choose to to be offended by what you've seen and what, what you've heard, then guess what? That's over to you. That's not my problem. That's your problem. Yeah, I love it. It's, you have a tremendous amount of certainty, right? You've got this. You, you know deep down that this is this is who you are. I'm going to say what mm. I think. And mm. and I think the thing is, when you're in your position, you're going to have just as many people talking shit about you, but you've also got these people who love what you do. No, oh, absolutely. Do you know what? And it's and it's because I do get things wrong. I'm not saying that I'm going around and I'm always fighting the boys. I do get, but when I get things wrong, it's like put my hand up to it. Like when I went to prison, it's like Andy, yeah, that didn't even need to go to guilty. Yeah, I've got in a fight with a copper. It's like, 
Yeah, but yeah. you know, and again, that whole situation was like, well, and if you say you've got PTSD, no one can say that you haven't. Um, you can get away yeah. with it. And I'm like, no, listen, I've done that wrong, right? Yeah, I've done this wrong. Yeah, yeah, I've shouted. Yeah, I wanted to walk off set. I wanted to do this. It's like, um, I don't get things right all the time, but I don't pretend that I'm perfect because I'm not. And guess what? Yeah. The moment you start to think that you're perfect, you're not going to get things wrong, then guess what? Then you're going to be lying to yourself. And then guess what? You're going to live a lie. Yeah. So I think that's why people can relate to me because I can go, do you know what? Yeah, I said that, but they're my views. Um, yeah. I don't really you know change. Yeah, I've maybe been you know asked to say this, but they're, 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 they're my views. They're my values. That's what I actually believe believe in. Yeah. And um, it's and I think uh, you're always. I think you're always. Like, I never change. Yeah, I think I think there's always like you can't get praise and support without criticism and challenge, right? You, you both kind of. They both kind of go together. My wife and my wife didn't challenge what I did sometimes. I'd get carried away. Mm. She just sometimes brings me back down to earth. So I don't get carried away yeah. with myself. Yeah. Do you know what? My wife does the same, you know, yeah. and you know, she brings me back down to earth all the time. But Humble. it's really it's really strange, Paul, because um to be a, a extremely confident, positive alpha male. Is you know people draw strength from that. Real people draw strength from that. But oh my god, does it upset the the, the woke? Does it upset the snowflakes? Does it upset the that that sort of PC agenda? The political, the PC world, PC. And it's just like that's who I am. Do you know what I mean, it's like, do you know what? That ain't gonna change. I'm always gonna be confident because I know who I am. I know what I'm capable. I'm always gonna be positive because that's the mindset that I've trained my mind to. to to, to be in and I'm always going to be a male because I'm proud of it and I'm I'm, I'm an alpha man. I'm, I'm a protector I'm a provider and I don't Mate, it's and also, the house, you're home. always going to be a male you've got you've got a dick you've got a penis you're yeah right. <laughs> exactly exactly mate so it's like do you know what it's like be proud of who you are be proud and, and, and people think as well because I'm quite this they think of me as this sort of disciplined you know non-accepting military person like, I'm the most accepting person in, in the world. If you want to be that person, be who you who the hell you want to be. I've got I'm not gonna judge you. I don't give a shit. It's like yeah. go about your life, I'll go about my life. If you I mean, let's, if let's, you like let's, what I say and you like what I do, then good. If Follow you don't, me. If you don't, I'm all right with it as well. Yeah. yeah. Mate, let's talk about discipline then. Let, let's talk about the opposite of discipline. What's your what's your kind of vice? What's your kryptonite? Um Do you know what I am when it comes to my family? I'm, I'm a big softie at heart. Do you know what I mean? I'm, um, it's like, you know, I do everything in my power to, to you know, make my children happy. I do everything yeah. in my power to, and again, it's not have to be anything sort of materialistic, but I, I'm just, you know, I believe in my children that, you know, it, all they need is love and guidance from a young age and they just need to learn, you know, life lessons, um, which are taught from the parents and those life lessons are, are manners, P's and Q's always say please and thank you, respect, you know, respect others and respect your elders. Still old school like that. Always don't yeah, care if they being, respect your elders. It's hard being a dad. Yeah. Hard being a yeah. dad. No. Guidebook, isn't that? It's hard. It's a hard job. I'm, I'm always like, should I have said yes to that? Or should I say no? Dad, yeah. can I have this? And I'm like, yeah, of course you can have it. I'm like, should I say it? Should I have said no? Should I have made them earn it? 
Yeah, but exactly, exactly that. But they're the things that I, if, if they don't, if they haven't got manners, then that's when I'll, you know, the tone of my voice will change. If they're not respectful to people, the tone of my voice will change. And if they don't, can't hold a conversation, you know, anytime anyone comes to my house, my children must stop what they're doing. They must come downstairs, introduce themselves. I love that. If we ask a question, ask a mm. question, and then, well, how's your day? How are you? And then they can go back upstairs and do what they want to do. And if yeah. any of those three things aren't adhered to, then then you're gonna you're gonna know that I'm in the house. Yeah. Apart from that, it's like, Dad, can I have this? Can I have that? And, 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 and you oh. know, I come I come back from from uh, filming or whatever it may be, and Emily, like, you just ruined my whole routine. I've been really disciplined with with the snacks. I've been really disciplined with the chocolate. I've been really disciplined with buying them stuff, and now you're yeah. just buying them stuff. You're bringing back McDonald's. You're bringing back, you know, Chris. You're bringing yeah. back the house is a shithole, and I'm just like, just yeah. relax. Everything will be alright. But yeah. so yeah, my, my the, children, my, my children are my kryptonite for sure. Yeah. Are, they, are they watching you? T- are you? Are they watching you on TV? No, no. And again, I, I again, being a protector and uh, that I am, no, I yeah. protect them from, from, from all of that. Um, because yeah. it, it's not real. It's not what they should be looking up to. It's not, you know, I yeah. talk, talk about my work. I talk about Everest. I talk about my, yeah. you know, what I do with, with, with on SAS with the military. Yeah. And I talk about yeah. the, the rewards and, you know, pushing yourself and, but, all of the this the other stuff um, I protect them from. You know, my, my my son came home from school um, a couple of years ago, and he went, he went, you know, they said, "Oh, your dad's out middle." And he went, "Yeah, my dad's uh, famous. I'm a famous kid." And I was just like that. The tone of my voice changed very, very quick. And I was like, "Right, first of all, this, 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 this." You know, and it's like it's setting the record straight because that you know. I don't want them to get caught away with the famous and the, and 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 the celebrity side of things because that's not real. It's just yeah. it's all hype. It's yeah. all hype, and it can be taken away from you as quick as it as you as you've done it. So it's not yeah. real. So when it comes to TV, watching anything on TV about me, I I don't even tell them when it's on TV. And to be fair, um, the first couple of years I started watching it, but I don't really watch it myself. I know what I've done. I know where I've been, and um, yeah. so I don't I don't really allow that in the house. But we don't really watch much tv in the household we're not really tv people i like to get outdoors i like to keep them occupied and i'm a big kid anyway you know sometimes the kids knacker me out but sometimes i'm still up and they're like dad i want to go to bed and i'm like no you're coming on the trampoline let's let's go <laughs> <laughs> I love it. what do you what do you do to relax then is there is there a, is there a relaxed aunt middleton what does he do Yes, there is, mate. There is. Um, do you know what? It's really strange because I don't mix business with pleasure. I've mm-hmm. made that mistake too many times. Yeah. Um, so when I'm at work, I give 110% into my work. Um, and then when I close that door, work will wait till the morning or work yeah. will wait till the end. It's my family. It's my kids. It's my wife. Yeah. Um, and believe it or not, when I've got my children, I've got five children. So I've got a, um, a 12-year-old um a four-year-old son, a five-year-old daughter, a 12-year-old son, a 13-year-old daughter, and a 19-year-old son. And he's from a previous relationship. He lives in Portsmouth. Um, but I've got four under, under the household with, with my wife. Um, when I've got one hanging off my ankle, one hanging off my neck, you know, my daughter yeah. wanting to show me her homework and what she's bought and her clothes. And my son, you know, his football kit and he's kicking the ball. He's in my tie and he's, he wants yeah. to show me these kicks that he's, you know, he's giving me dead legs and dead arms. <laughs> that's, that's when I'm, I'm really 
that's when I really switch off because nothing else matters in my life apart from my children at that specific time and yeah. nothing will distract me from them. Yeah. Um, so when I walk into the house, some people go, Anne, how do you get, get home and relax? You're like, you've got a madhouse. I'm like, yeah, yeah but that's, that's my madhouse. You know what I mean? No one needs to know about it. No one needs to understand about it apart from me. And when I can close that door, no matter how hectic the household is, is I, I switch off and that's when I'm at real, real harmony with myself. Yeah, I love that because I get asked all the time, how do you switch off? And it's like, I don't, you, you, I don't think you, we're switching off. We're switching on to something else, like fully on, right? 100% present, all in. Yeah, 100%. And do you know what? But it's, it's work. Work never stops, Paul. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, like, what I hate is lazy parents. Um, and we've got, we've got a society of lazy parents, you know, people come in from work and they go, oh, I just want to relax. And it's yeah. just like, my, my work is my, I go to work and I've smashed out my work. Then when I get home, I've got work to do. You know, I've got my, my children to, they've missed me. I've got my children to, to occupy. I've got I'm my children's homework. I've got my, yeah, I've got my children to put to bed. I've got the four and five year old that I put to bed at half six, seven. Then I've got yeah. my other two eldest, half, half nine, um, nine, half nine. And yeah. then I've got to spend time with my wife. My day doesn't stop. You know, and at 11 o'clock, I make sure that I'm in. If I'm not in bed by 11 o'clock, something's wrong. And then I'm up at six. I know that that seven hours is going to be good rest there. Um, but my, you know, I'm, I like to think that I'm a professional in everything I do. I go to work. I'm a professional. I'm a professional husband. I try to be a, I try and, you know, try and be a, a professional father. I try to do, you know, everything that I do is, is work related. And it's like I work on my family for them to get the best out of themselves, to get the best out of me and to get the best out of their lives. You know, I work at work to get the best out so I can provide, put food on the table, I can enjoy my work, and I can, I can put a roof over our head. Yeah. You, know, um, you know, getting through the door, and, con and people prioritise that work. That work it, it, they come hand in hand. Mm -hmm. But I'd rather give 90% at work and give 100% at work when I enter the household. Because yes. that's, that's, they're, they're, they're always going to be there. They're, 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 that's my family. That's my that's my circle. That's, yeah. that's way more important than, than work. Even though if one starts to suffer, yeah, the other starts, they, they come hand in hand. You've got to balance it out. But a lot of people focus 100% on work and they get home and they can just think they can switch off. And you're like, that's where your work starts. Your work yeah. starts at home. Your children are, are where, you know, you're, you're their teacher. You're their mentors. You know, you've got, you've got a lot of work to do. Don't think you can switch off when you get home. Because that's when... Agree. I couldn't agree more with a mental thing. And and I think that, that, that so many parents get caught up in preaching and lecturing. And it's it's like, for me, they're just going to copy what you do, not what you say, right? That's what kids do, Paul. You've, yeah. you've hit it. You've hit it. You've hit the nail on the head and it's not complicated. Children, you can talk to, you can talk to children until they're blue in the face. It'll go in one ear and out the other until they get to a certain age. Yeah. yeah. They, they, are, they, 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 they act what you do. And if they see that you coming home, they're not going to see you at work. Yeah, my kids don't know how hard I work, and I don't want them to know how hard I work. But I want them to know that I, work, I go out and work because yeah. it's very important that they realise that that's that's part of life. That's what you have to do in order to to get by and to survive. But um, yeah. it's when I'm, when I'm at home, I don't want to be. Oh, my dad just sits on the couch all day. Oh, he comes in, he opens the fridge and grabs a beer. Um, you know, yeah. it's it's like it's no wonder they're they're. They, you know, kids become lazy. Kid, kids live in a negative, negative sort of bubble, and they, you know, they get stress and anxiety when they're young. It's because they're they're, they're used to this negativity. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. 
and it's for me the moment that, that the environment, I, right? The moment that starts, I, I acknowledge that environment in my household. Then I have a word with myself. It's like, right, listen, this I've got, got, got to take control of this house. I've got to, you know, take charge of it, and I've got to make it work for everyone around here. I love it. And listen, I know your time's valuable, mate. So, um, thank you so much uh, for joining us on Paul Moore Talk Shit, mate. It's been an absolute fucking blast. Thank you so no, much. No, listen, Paul, listen, loved it, mate. Really, really loved it. Listen, if you, if you need me on any other time, just give us a shout and we will do a sequel. Mate, I appreciate that. Also, uh, where's Ollerton? Ollerton is next door to me, actually. He's on this side. No way, see, we've got these these small rooms. Um, but he's yeah. actually out and about this evening. Um, but Ollie's yeah. a great guy. Do you know what? Ollie's as mad as a box of frogs. Um, oh, mate, he's he just makes me laugh, Ollie. Um, but do you know what? We've got a great team out here. Um, we've got the, yeah. uh, the old original crew back together. Um, yeah. They're letting us crack on with our own stuff here. You know, letting us do our bit and we let them do yeah. their bit. And it, it's, it's, it's really refreshing to, to, to be back with the lads. So all good. Class. Mate, I love it. Mate, thank you so much. By the way, I had to pull some strings to make this fucking happen. Holy shit. My agent went to your agent first, the, the, your publishing yeah. agent. Can't remember her name. Amanda? Yeah, Amanda, yeah. I know Amanda. She passed me on to your PR agent. They said October for your new book. Then I messaged, yeah. then I texted Ollie. Ollie was like, we'll have this unwritten agreement. Then I texted me mate James Smith. He was like, I'm not asking him. Uh, so, yeah. And then obviously, Wardy, I know Wardy because I've had Tyson Fury on the podcast. So, yeah. Fucking, yeah. okay. we've got there eventually. No, yeah. Do you know what, mate? Do you know what? It's one of those. I wouldn't, if, if it wasn't for what, you know, I wouldn't have, it's like, you know, your people. Do you know what I mean? You know, you're, it's like, um, and listen, I'm more than happy to keep it real, more than, ha more than happy to chat shit. So, thank you so much, mate. Cheers. <laughs> hey, have a good night. Cheers, Paul. You too, bro. Thanks, Cheers, man. Bye bye. bye, -bye.